Support the Amigos podcast and keep the Amiga goodness flowing for just a dollar a month. Visit our page at patreon.com slash Amigos podcast. Amiga, the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge. Amigos, the podcast about everything Amiga. Amigos is a proud member of the Throwback Network, your home for quality retro podcasts. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Dowdy and John Bodovkar Schaller. Hi everybody, welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And this week we're going to talk about Soccer Kid. Oh, great. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> but before we dive into Soccer Kid, we got some uh, mailbag uh, feedback. We got a message from our buddy Tom, a.k.a. Deckard Threepwood. Uh, he says, Tom says, uh, absolutely love the show. You two are genuinely great characters. What? <laughs> I've never received that. a higher compliment. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about being a character. Whenever I'm in my car, the Amigos podcast goes on. Beautiful. Man. Wow. Be careful out there. Please keep up the great work. Sometimes, like you guys, some of the games you cover I've never played or heard of, and it's awesome to listen to you review and check them out. On a recent episode, you talked about setting up Workbench on a CF card. I, too, have spent many painful days trying to get to the bottom of it, but now I have a winning formula. So when we get to the news section, I've posted his uh, PDF and video tutorial of how to do that. Okay. Yeah. Beauty. And he says, hopefully get to check out your show live sometime soon. Signed, Tom, a.k.a. Deckard Threepwood from Leeds in the UK. He's a supporter of Sheffield United Football Club, the Steel City. My hometown in England. And he's also an Amiga fan. He's got that down there, too. Beautiful. So, hey, obviously. Yeah. you got to support What do you Sheffield think about people United. that are dirt? He's rolling through Sheffield in, in his Cadillac or whatever, and he's got us blaring over just the blaring. stereo. Just Can you imagine that? He's got your singing. <laughs> your singing's coming out of this caddy as he cruises down the street. That's Holy the, smokes. We're, we're making Sheffield Stay out of the bad parts that. of town, dude. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. So... Let's go to the news, Aaron. All right, good. Okay, so uh, let's jump right in. First thing I want to talk about is I got a little bit of feedback that I thought we'd go over, but it's sort of newsy feedback. Okay. You know our good and dear friend, the Slow Norris. I know about the Slow Norris. Big fan of the Slow. So, you know, last week uh, we had John and we were talking about using the uh, Salon Care 40, the big bottle of Mm -hmm. uh, of hair stuff. Uh, And John... The slow Norris told me, he's like, listen, he goes, this stuff works, but there's one caveat. Uh-oh. Do not use on painted badges. You know, the mm. little Amiga badges. Yeah. Uh, he said he he did one of his upon washing and all the paint off on his A1000. The badges were janked, totally jacked up, no dice. He cried, he says, and I believe him. I think he literally cried because that's what I would do. So, that's a sad thing, so. Um, here's the thing. So what do you do with these badges? You pull them off if you can, maybe? Or I guess maybe you could tape over them, but boy, you're risking it. You're getting this a little risky. Yeah, I would probably go with a tape just because I think that you, you, you might injure the badge more trying to pull you it off. You're right, which I'm happy to have the lovely metal badge. Mm-hmm. But it is something I hadn't thought about. You know? And, and I, you do have a spare SCOM badge. That's right, I'm, I'm badged right. out yeah. the yin-yang, brother. So let's talk about the Nizus here. Uh, so our good and dear friend, Duncan Styles, the dunkster, the man with the plan, has a quiz up this week on our everythingamiga.com, and I've shared it on multiple 
uh, frameworks of our various social networks. Uh, I took this quiz. I did pretty darn well, I might add. I started out well and then t took a header uh, on it. Tough quiz. It's on video game bad guys. Did you have a look at this quiz yet? Bro? I have not taken the quiz yet. You will tank, sir. <laughs> I challenge your I challenge your knowledge of Amiga bad guys. And I will admit that on some of these I got lucky. And on some of these I didn't get lucky, I might add, but I did okay. Double digits. Mm. Can't remember if I got ten or twelve. I'm watching you. Boat is literally taking this as we speak. And uh, let's see how he does it. He's off to a roaring start here. Uh, I will say I like the quiz. It's it's uh it's there's no baloney, no sign up for this. Just gonna play it. Free fun quiz over at the site. And some of these guys are obscure to say the least. And like I said, some of them just sort of guessed based on uh, on on what they looked like. So while you're finishing that up, boat, I'm gonna cruise on down here. All right. So, um, and boat, here's one you put up. Uh, so I'll let you talk about it here when you finish up your your calamity here, man. <laughs> What did you say you do for a living, Boat? I definitely don't school, play Amiga. School teacher? <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> get the get get the second red pen out. Oh, for all man, these... I, I knew that one. My God. Have you gotten it? There you go. You finally got one. Okay, here's the final. Let's see what he finally gets here. Five out of 16. Boy. Wow. What do you what do you do in your spare time, Amiga podcast host? <laughs> Holy smokes, boat! Take us through since you post this uh, uh, the uh, the compact flash card reel on your Amiga, and we know that uh, Threepwoods thrifts show you how. All right, so this is from our our buddy that just sent us this uh, yes. this message from Leeds. He has for there's a ton of uh, video tutorials out there, but he actually has this uh, PDF here. Uh, that shows you step by step, and I guess he has a video guide as well, which I also posted. But it takes you step by step through, you know, the hardware, all the required software. There's links to everything oh, in here, man. which is very handy. Um, this is very, very, very well done. Um, as you know, this is not an easy project to undertake. No. There are many steps involved, yes. and uh, he has done an excellent job. So thank you, Threepwoods Thrifts, for uh, putting this together, and it will live in. Not infamy, just in famousness on on the G plus page forever. I yeah, uh, I had a look at this thing, and again, where was this thing a few months ago or a few years ago when I was struggling through this nightmarish thing? Uh, it's probably not nightmarish to someone that's a real super duper brainiac, but for us poor, you know, yeah, we we had we need a we need a PDF, so that's a good that's a good gimmick. So our good friend Chris Folds or as you call him, Chris Folds, uh, posted an interesting little gimmick here. Uh, looks like uh, there's an uh, there's an, uh, a big update coming to Super Skid Marks. This is very this soon. is not even super. It's holy epic. smokes! Look at how awesome that looks, dude. Yeah, man, that looks great. I, I, I like this game. And now this is I'm clear. This is going to be on your PC, presumably. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is this is running. Uh, pro it looks like it's going to run on your web browser. It's going to be a web based deal. No kidding. How cool! I love watching those. Oh, man, it's just that just looks like a whole lot that of fun. That looks great. And plus, yeah. I like oh, the fact that that's. <laughs> and now let's move on to our Mark Zuckerberg coverage for the day. Vote <laughs> is a dangerous man today with the mouse. So anyway, if you're into skid marks, keep your eyes open. And who ain't right? Um, 
I don't know. We're going to talk about. Did we decide to talk about this boat? The uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about this. Go ahead. So, this is uh, our good and dear friend Ravi Abbott has uh, just recently started up an Amiga twenty four seven radio station uh-huh. on YouTube. You know Man. these these live uh, radio stations on YouTube are all the rage, and I must admit that I listen to them quite often myself. Indeed. And uh, who wouldn't love? Um, oh, and it's it's currently unavailable. He is he is in the process of bringing it back up. So by the time you hear this, it will be back up. Go to our G Plus page and load it up. Uh, I listened to this for a while, and you know I am not a fan of what they call the Euro Dance Trash. I oh, know that that's my. that's frequently what you, you refer to it as. No, sir. Um, I am a fan of that. But uh, but this these are actually quality mods. These are hand picked. Ravi picked these out, and I was digging them, man. I loved it. I, I listened to this thing while I was doing some computer work, and it's a great way to uh, to make the hours fly by. You know, I've got a huge stash of mod files that I that I kept from the old days. So I've got probably, gosh, thirty discs full of these things, and I break them out, and uh, man, I love it. I can't get enough of it, and I love it. And the fact that there's going to be 24/7 music, outstanding. Ravi is the man, the legend uh, uh, for the Retro Hour, and this is going to be a, a quality deal. And I can't wait to see it go full time. I was reading; someone had asked him on what I can't remember where I read this, but if he was running it on Amiga, he said not yet, but he hopes to something that would even be better. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> to absolutely. run it on Amiga. <laughs> so, but still, it's awesome. That's going to be great. So, that's definitely something that's going to be in the back of. I'm going to make my uh, co-worker listen to it for a week straight and see, and see if I can convert them over to computer music. So far, I haven't had much luck. Mm. Um, this is something I didn't put up because it's just your usual fare, but I'm going to mention that the uh, new beta is out for WinUAE. Always a good time. And uh, uh, I haven't read exactly what they did to it, but it's usually bug fixes and the like. So if you're, if you're following that stuff, uh, it's out. Go grab it now. So let's roll over to what we're doing on the site. A few other things that we've got cooking here. Uh, so, and I, I, you stop me if we've covered these before because stop I don't. Stop me, stop me, stop uh, me. It's, we, our shows the last couple weeks have ran together for me. So, first one out of the gate here, did we talk about the uh, uh, this Running Man YouTube video script here from Dreamcatch? Have you look, have you had a chance to fiddle with this? I I I, I don't think that we we've covered this. Before. I don't I don't think so either. Uh, so uh, if you, you know Dreamcatcher, enough said. He is uh, uh, he, d- he does the deep work. He always does a good job. I haven't even got to look at this yet. This popped up. I've been we've had some computer outages at where I work, so I'm getting. Oh, I see. This what what this is is that he's basically taking the transcript of his video that he did on the Running Man. Is this the one that we weeks ago? Oh, okay. So I and think I did have. So is this what we've got standing by? Right. Yeah, right. I did have. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this will case, be something. Yeah, Dreamcatcher has fully moved into the world of the audiovisual. Yes, and uh, and so, but if you want to read the text-based version of, of that that video, then you can you can do that there. Uh, did you do any streaming this week, Boat at all? I did no streaming this week, unfortunately. No, I will be. I will. This is a coming soon. Of course, by the time this airs, you better watch it on YouTube. But for the people that are that are actually in the in the uh, chat room, I've got a guest. Uh, Crazy Leroy is coming to town this weekend, and we're going to go see some uh, hardcore idiot wrestling tomorrow night. And is then, it really hardcore? Oh yes, oh, the wow. IWA. Mm. Uh, uh, is this the same outfit that you went to see over in, in Charleston? No, but some okay. of the same dudes are going to be on it. Mm. Uh, but uh, Leroy's coming to town, and then uh, and on uh, Saturday night, midnight, the midnight special. 
me and me and Leroy are going to go through the rest of the Amiga fighting games that I didn't get the first time around. And then we're going to break into just some straight-up arcade fighting games. You can watch me just pummel the crap out of Leroy <laughs> while we drink booze. And, that and sounds gonna great. Beat him down. And if we drink enough booze, I may just turn the camera on, and I may just physically start wailing on him right there in the room. <laughs> Depends on how annoying he gets. So if you're into that sort of thing, there'll be that stream will be coming up. I'm aiming for about 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know that's like the middle of the night in the U.K., but hey. It'll be archived forever on, on YouTube. It'll also, be archived. So. Well, or, well, <laughs> unless something bizarre happens, I end up killing it right, right there in the middle of the, of the floor. Uh, I think that's about all we've got. You got all anything right. else you want to pick up while we're thinking about there it? There is one more thing. Uh, Jones sent us this from the Old School Game blog. And uh, this, I am not 100% understanding what's going on here, but I, I wanted to mention it. So this is, I think this is some sort of a voting system for Amiga demos, like choosing the best ones. Uh, I put a link to the old school game blog here, which leads to another link where you've got you've got I get you've got a ballot, and uh, you can you can fill out. I guess it, the, the the demo scene is alive and well on the Amiga, and if you are uh, knee deep into this stuff, and you have and you you do you've watched at least five, you can vote on best coder, best you know best old school effect. So. Um, if this is your bag, this is the place to go. So again, uh, this is from uh, the old school game blog. You can you can check out the link on our G Plus page. I sincerely feel like less of a person for not being more into the demo scene. I mean, I like to, I enjoy them when I see them, mm -hmm. but it's not something I've delved into. Right. I would kind of like to get into it, but I certainly couldn't fill out a ballot on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's new and what's not. I can't even tell half the time. All right, Aaron, it's time to dive into the world of Soccer Kid. You know. Before we start this little look, as you know, I am uh, a huge fan of soccer. You you can't uh, stop watching it. I, it's true. The Premier League's Wundersliga. That's right. Uh, I uh, uh, I love it. I watch it every day. My favorite team is, uh, <coughs> you know, they were great. And uh, so I was really looking forward to some soccer kid action. <laughs> now, we had a cup of coffee with this during the uh, crazy... Amigos Marathon that we did for charity, and when was that? But last gosh, June. It was last. Ju was it June? Mm -hmm. Really? And uh, so, but we had a lot of cups of coffee that day. We did. Uh, but this one, I remember thinking, "Oh boy, soccer kid, here we go." And I remember thinking, well, "It's not too bad." So when when it popped up on the radar, I was actually looking forward to it. I'm turning the corner, you know. It's not. We're not in the darts area, or we're not. We're not. In, we're not into into that. Snooka. But, you know, we're not into snooka, but we're. I'm doing. I, I do enjoy playing soccer games, and and since this is a, I don't know what you call it, platformy type deal. This is not a soccer simulation. It's not. Spoiler. So if I just kick a soccer ball and I can't defeat people, <laughs> that'd be awesome. So Soccer Kid. Uh, this was released in 1994, and. Uh, the pu published by an outfit called Chrysalis, and I believe they also uh, did the uh, did the work on it. Uh, one thing I like is one of those games that comes up and it's got like four or five flags for different languages. So you've got a bunch of different languages there: uh, French, German, Italian, and Spanish. All the big soccer uh, countries there. Um, so I looked over at the people that worked on this, and they. It's a lot of stuff that we've never covered. I mean, I, there really there wasn't a huge team that worked on it. Uh, the, the musician was a guy named Matt Furness, which I had him I'd heard of. He did uh, Badlands, 
and a hard drive and a couple of things we covered. And but I think pretty much most of what was on the other fellas did, which the artist and the coder was Nigel Little, and the and the graphics guy was Paul Dobson, whose name whose name I've heard, but I we've never I don't think we've covered any of his stuff. So I didn't know much about this outfit. You, it's very unusual for us to not see the same people over and over. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, so that's always kind of refreshing. Now I played the CD32 version of this, and I also played the uh, ECS version. I played them both, uh, and. Uh, um, I like that. Of course, the, the uh, CD32 version I had, it didn't get the music, so I had to go back and kind of check out what the music sounded like. I guess it had CD music on it. Uh, so it de- that didn't come along when I was playing that rip of it. Uh, this actually got converted. I didn't know this, and I was surprised. Now, get this boat, and we got to try this out. This got converted over to the 3DO. Oh, we, definitely, bizarre, we eh? definitely need to try that out. Right? Uh, the, the GBA... Right, and then it got a report to the Super Nintendo, but it it was the U.S. version of it was called The Adventures of Kid Cleats. Yeah, I had heard of that before. I never played really? it, but yeah. Did you I, know they were the same game? I did not know that at the time. After we played this on Amigathon, I, I figured that out. Now, what what do you prefer, Soccer Kid or The Adventure of Kid Cleats? Boy, they're both pretty dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't expect you to say that. Uh, I would probably go with the adventure of Kid Cleats. Soccer Kid is just about as uh, generic as you can get for a name. I thought it was okay. Okay. And one thing, and I'll tell you why. Now, again, I'm not a soccer guy, but this game embodies all the love and fandom that is soccer. And the soccer kid goes around. He's representing soccer. For God's sakes, he's getting the cup put back together. It's okay to like completely mark out and call him getting the, the cup kid. back together. What That's a mission right. from God. That's right. So. Um, what is Soccer Kid? Well, good question. Uh, it's a platformer, right? Mm-hmm. It's also a, it's a platformer where you have a soccer ball and you kick the ball around and do stuff with the ball. Right. Right? Uh, it seems like a simple concept, but the soccer ball adds an element to this game that is unique. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any other game that I've played of this type where you have to play it like this. And I'm interested to see how you played it, because when I played it, I had to play it, I had to adjust my play style to get anywhere into a weird, this is the anti-psych. How about that? Uh, so you're a kid in this game. The premise of it is bad guys have came down and they they, uh, they basically took the cup and, and it got split up and, and you have to go and collect all the pieces of the cup. Uh, you run around and you with your soccer ball and you try to defeat enemies, jump over pits, uh, and, and, and jump up in trees and stuff. And you use your ball to defeat enemies. You also can use it to collect stuff with. So you could kick, if, if there's a row of collectibles, a la Super Frog, just about 20 of them, you just kick your ball and the ball will go through them and you get them. Mm-hmm. Pretty handy, mm-hmm. right? So what makes the game wacky? Well, a bunch of stuff. You can jump on the ball and you can jump, it lets you jump higher. Mm-hmm. You can roll around on the ball. Now, mm-hmm. as I talk about these things, do not for a moment think that I was doing this stuff uh, because my my uh, abilities with the ball were limited. All right, and, and I tried like gangbusters to get better with it, and I and I could do some stuff, but a lot of stuff I couldn't figure out. So the first stage is a good example of how the game flows. And I will admit, I got believe it or not, and there's no cheats for this game. There are no cheats. I was very fortunate in the version of this I have had saved games of every level. That's the only reason I got to see this game in person. 
was to go through and play the different save games, and I would get smashed. Uh, so, but just on my own, I got to like uh, the end of uh, the middle of the second stage. That's about as far as I got yeah. to. Uh, I did, and it took me forever with the, and I had to use save states. I'm not gonna lie to get past the uh, the first boss. And I, I'm not sure what the pattern was. Maybe you can tell me what it was because I, I, I just kind of got yeah, lucky. I, I, I pounded him with the ball. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what was my pattern. <laughs> thanks for thanks for that hot tip. <laughs> so, what makes this game interesting? Well, your guy. Let, let's just picture your guy running along the sidewalk. Here comes a bad guy. All right, it doesn't matter. Sometimes they're on skateboards. Sometimes they're on bikes. Sometimes they're dogs. Sometimes they're big guys that are walking around. You have to whack them with the ball to kill them. Okay, um, some of them take multiple hits. So if you're zipping along and all of a sudden here comes a, a skateboarder at you, you're not going to have time to hit him twice with that ball before the skateboard comes. So what I learned to do was to just kick the ball forward over and over and over and you kind of run up to it as best I could. Uh, if you lose the ball, you can hold your button down on your joystick and then the ball will reappear. And right. I, But I think there's a point deduction or something. Uh, for that, and or something happens in the long run where you don't necessarily want to do it, but I I did it over and over and over because that's, I would lose my ball everywhere. I it just would. It would I, be it's as if when you are out in the street and you just kick your soccer ball. It happens as often as it would happen. And, in the, and the funny city. thing in this game is since the ball is your weapon, uh, um, picture if you had a sword. If a sword is your weapon, this kid just is tossing his sword everywhere, and so the sword doesn't come back. You have to, you're you have no weapon for the time it's gone. Here comes a, a goof. It's very is very similar to the game that we played last week on ARG. How do you figure? It's Mr. Dew's ball. Well, th- this doll's not as, as wacky as Mr. Dew's ball, but it, but I mean, the the cr- the people coming at you, you they come at a, a speed that you can't not have the ball. And so what I, when I said it was the anti-Sonic in Sonic, you just zip through the level as quick as you can. Man, I was inching through these levels at a snail's pace trying to make sure I didn't run into these people. Because if you're not paying attention, you can run right into them. It's also got these uh, dadgum spiked pits all over the place. And that's another pain in the butt. The dog that runs out is, a, is annoying. He's small. And, he, and it's, there are plenty of obstacles to hose you. You can, in some areas, you can get out of like a sewer or a secret room or whatever. Then you got another problem. You got these these darn rats that are down there, and they're super small. And the ball, the ball can bounce over them or whatever. So you got to be real careful killing those things too. I also got to a few points that I uh, and early on when I didn't know what I was doing, where I just couldn't get out of a uh, of an area because I didn't know about hopping on the ball, uh, which you have to sort of master all these skills, don't you? I mean, really to progress to any great length. You have to sort of know how to bounce the ball up in the air. Uh, you'll be uh, attacked by birds and stuff. You have to sort of kick the ball up. So your your guy, if you hit the button and pull up, the, the ball will sort of bounce. Your guy will sort of, what do they call that, knee of the ball? Mm-hmm. What, knee is there the a ball. name for that? Knee. Knee. <laughs> is there a soccer name? Or is it just, that's surely that's not what it's called. I have no idea. Well, I'm asking you. You don't know anything about soccer no. either. But eventually, your guy will knee the ball, and you kick. You can kick it straight up, or you can give a big super whack and kick the ball across the screen. You have to learn these things to go any distance, which I, I did okay, I thought, for a newbie, you know, on it. So the game is split up in like different countries where your ball, you know, went. Uh, you've got England, and then you've got, and at the end of the English level, it's funny because when I first played this, I thought they were making fun of American football, but it's a big rugby guy. 
he's got it looks like a football. You have to you have to kick him enough times with the ball to kill him. Uh, and he, like I said, we beat him. He was the only boss I could actually get to the beat. So, but you've got uh, you've got England. It's got some of the background. I guess it sort of looks, as, you know, it's okay. It looks pretty good. You you were in England. You took it look like England. The backgrounds and stuff. It had that 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 sort of uh, you know overall dreariness that is so oh. indicative of the city center of many cities in the north. Oh man. Um, Ravi Abbott in the chat says that the kneeing action is called a keepy uppy. A keepy uppy. <laughs> Why did I know that? So then you've got Italy, uh, and you've got uh, uh, you've got some dudes on mopeds that come at you. <laughs> it's a very international, very uh, continental game. Now Russia, of course, I, I, all these levels I got to play a little bit of, and then I got smashed. I wish I would have known about the stage select. That would have made it a lot of well, fun. Well, you made it. I don't know if you had or not. So Russia, you. Well, I mean, again, I had save games. The only reason I got there. Rush is tough, and it's on it's it's, it's the, the snow level, and uh, you and, and when you get the red square at the end, you've got the uh, I would love to have seen these guys, the Russian gymnasty assassins. Wow! <laughs> so that's the pretty gymnasty cool. Gymnasty assassins. Then I you love got it. Japan, and yet then you're at the factory when you got to go after the sumo wrestler. In the USA, uh, you've got uh, what are Just you real got? fat people. <laughs> Thanks. <so. laughs> You got an American football player. There he is. There he I, is. I knew one had to be. Right I wonder somewhere. if it's just a palette swap with the rugby guy. Well, I mean, I thought the palette. I, I thought the rugby guy was an American. I was like, why is this guy in London? But that explains it. The rugby guy. Um, you can pick stuff up as you go to aid your quest. I mean, it doesn't aid it much. You get if you get a clock, you get extra time. Uh, hearts give you extra stamina. Uh, and then you can also you can get a thing that gives you more. Uh, it gives you more heart containers, and you can also get something to refill, refill your energy. You can get this uh, T-shirt that makes you invulnerable, right? The problem with that is um, you still have to traverse the level. I never got much out of being invincible. <laughs> I mean, it just it made it go quicker for a few seconds, but it didn't. Yeah, I didn't think it was a unless huge... you happen to get it at just the right time. It's... Yeah, and then you've got uh, you've got boots that give you extra speed. Uh, one of the things you pick up are these little like cards. Uh, they're like mm-hmm. I guess they're like soccer players. Yeah, they're cards. like playing cards, or I mean trading cards. Yeah, and uh, and you get so many. Did you ever actually get all of them no. for a level? I didn't either. Uh, but that's I like that's a cool element. And mm-hmm. one thing this game does do is it promotes exploring a level. I did find some secret areas. Mm-hmm. I found some places that hidden wall. You can hidden door and walls you could go through. Uh, there are places where you'll see something. It's your classic like platformer gimmick where you you can see the thing how do i get up to it i you know climb up in a tree or mm-hmm. or, or or whatever um i enjoyed the game i thought the sound on the ecs version was good i, I actually didn't see a ton of difference between the two uh versions the i know on the uh on the cd32 version something tells me they did the bare minimum to uh convert it they didn't uh, give you the second button well i did not have extra buttons and I also, you know, the uh, the only difference I saw really was that in in the in between rounds where the guy leans on the disc, in the CD thirty two version he leans on a CD. Uh, you know, so there's that. Something else you can do is uh, uh, is actually change your guy's colors in in the beginning. You can change. So I guess you could. What, pick do, you, what do, you, do you know? What they call a soccer uniform in England? Um, a, a uni. I don't no, know. That's what they call a college. Oh, I saw. Oh, what's it called? A kit. K-I-T. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You, well, you get your kit. Your okay, well, kit. fair enough. Well, my kit, I went with the jet black. Ooh. Black shorts, black pants. Is there a team that wears that? Because I think the refs wear that, don't they? 
<laughs> so my guys are I'm, I'm, I'm sure there is a team that wears black. I just don't know yeah. about soccer. Um, I always wanted to like, there's a tutorial thing, which I didn't ever do, but I saw it in the options. Um, the, you know, it does let you save your game, which is which is helpful. Uh, the, I noticed that you it can input your name with the keyboard, which always bugs me. You have to use the joystick. Yeah, that's, 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 that's usually a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this game would have done well with more buttons. I know you've heard that before. Uh, to, to me, doing all the stuff you need to do with the one button was a, was sort of a hassle. I think this game has way too many collectibles. I know I've said that before, too. They're everywhere. And eventually, I just stopped caring about them and just didn't just didn't bother even going after them because I was just trying to get past the level. Uh, there are some parts that they'll put collectibles at the very end of the level, and you can see the end flag. So I'm like, eh, screw this. I just, just, right. just leaving. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to worry about because your your lives are much more valuable than the goodies. Uh, I I never and even the special goodies didn't make me feel like they were that special. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm thumbs down on the goodies. I don't know what it is about these games having too much stuff. I mean, just uh, every game we play, there's just all that. Now this is not the worst offender, but there's still a lot of stuff that you have to collect. But I mean, I guess that's the. I don't know. I guess that's just the carrot they put on the end of the stick. Uh, like I said, some of the enemies were difficult for me to kill. Uh, the game is not... I thought the first level wasn't super hard. It ramps up really quick. But the bad guy at the end was really tough. Mm-hmm. And a, and soccer kid, without jumping on the ball, doesn't jump real high. And mm-hmm. so I couldn't jump over that guy. And I wasn't good enough with... The controls to, to manipulate my guy to be bouncing on the ball or doing his cute tricks. I had trouble with that. So the controls sort of hampered me. Well, what did you think about it, Bo? Well, I feel like this is one of the better platformers that we've played. I think the ball gimmick, I think you're really underrating the ball gimmick. I think it's 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 a, a style of play that really rewards mastery. Uh, I feel like there are probably people out there that really know how to handle the ball and you can really do some awesome stuff. You jump up there, you jump, you know, you use it as a trampoline, then you get back down and you kick it at something that comes, you know. I think I, I really like that, and I think it's handled as well as it can be given the controls they were given. However, I think the game is just too hard. I think you should be able to get through at least a couple stages without really having to break a sweat just to enjoy the game before it really gets hard. I, I appreciate the, what the ball brings. I really, it, it, in some ways, this reminds me of RoboCod, and not in gameplay, but it's, just, it's an interesting gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Right? You it's know how very, Robo, yeah, that's a Robo good Cod comparison. RoboCod had that wacky gimmick, mm-hmm. and, and this has it, and, and it's a good gimmick. Right. Uh, so I, but I mean, it does change it, and this is not necessarily a bad thing. It just, it, to me, it made it slower. Mm-hmm. The game plays are very slowly because I was so, um, I was so acute in looking at what's coming up, because stuff can just walk right up on you, and you can get caught with your pants on. Now, maybe if I was a better ball handler, I could, I would not have as much danger. But I was always felt like I was in danger, so yeah. I, was, I was always kicking sending that ball. I, out. I think it was a big mistake to make so many enemies mm-hmm. ha- take two hits to kill. You know, if you could just bounce it off the guy, and especially if it would bounce right back to you, you could really feel like you're you're making some momentum happen. It, was, it would feel a lot tighter. Some of the enemies are pretty funny. You've got these old, like I don't know what they are in the city, just some kind of goof. And then you've got these old farm guys that you and they, they're the people are are comp. They reminded me sort of like the art on Monty Python, sort of. They're kind of wacky, big, way bigger than the soccer kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, guys. 
uh, and they were amusing. And you're also going around your bonk and like sheep and goat. It's all mm-hmm. kinds of crazy stuff. The game like is that. very pretty. It's a very pretty. Yeah, game. it's a good looking game. It's got a nice. The backgrounds nice. They, they don't go with the uh, just flat background. There's right. stuff going on back there. It's mm-hmm. nice. Uh, I like the fact that there's a checkpoint halfway through. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's tons of secret stuff, and I, I came across some of it. Uh, and I watched a few videos of people playing that were better than me to see what they were doing. People that are really good with this game can do some really awesome stuff with the ball. It makes it look like a lot more fun. Exactly. And I'm sure given more more time to fiddle with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use the, uh, as I've been using, I use the uh, uh, Amiga CD32 pad uh, to play this most of the time when I didn't want to play on the, on the emulator. And it worked well, but again, I, I was disappointed that, I mean, I couldn't do, it didn't help me, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, to 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 perform any better, um, what did you think about the, uh, uh, the? Did you think there were too many collectibles? To be honest with you, I think at this point I'm just immune to it because we <laughs> every platformer on the Amiga has a billion things to collect. As long as it doesn't hinder me in any way, you know, unless they're making me collect so many of each thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the problem with maybe it was rough and tumble or something like that, where you couldn't advance unless you you collected enough things. Um, I guess Super Frog is like that too. Uh, it doesn't bother me. I mean, they're there, but you can you're free to ignore them. Uh, I would rather have uh, you know too many collectibles and uh, you know not I to me the care that they put into the enemy design outshone any bad feelings I had about the collectibles it was it was so nice to play a game where there was a variety of enemies they were all drawn very humorously yeah yeah and uh, now as far as the level design goes and Alex said I had a cup of coffee with uh, most of the levels to uh, as far as I could get there was a couple I could actually get to and beat like the first part of the level mm-hmm. so I got to go into it pretty deeply I thought it was okay this game would be difficult to to design, uh, in my opinion, due to the the ball part of it. It's uh, it's it really does add a different level to it, and I I didn't I wasn't offended by the levels. I mean I didn't think they, it's not like they lured me in and I couldn't get enough. I right. thought they were okay. I and hate it, I hate spike pits and stuff. And also of course you get to a point pretty early on where you have to use the ball to jump on to get around and I had trouble doing that mm-hmm. so that made it kind of tough for me I, I I appreciated the linear progression of the levels it wasn't a turrican like thing where I found that I was getting lost a lot this oh is yeah a, this yeah. is a much more akin to a Japanese style platform yeah game. yeah you're not this is not a I mean you can explore but you're not going to get you're not going to go crazy right uh, with, with trying to explore the different areas it's, it's not that it's not that bad I do also like the aspect that you kick off every time you have a new guy come up or you start a different level that's sort of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are various platforms that are sort of like uh, uh, Mario has a, like a stack of blocks where you can jump on the bottom and you can kind of keep jumping up them. They're kind of like it's like a pseudo 3D, I guess. They don't look 3D, but you can kind of go mm-hmm. up. So there were some aspects of it that you'd see in other other games, but really, I will say as far as as uh, this sort of game on the Amiga, this is a pretty unique game. And the fact that it got ported to a lot of stuff doesn't surprise me. Apparently, the Amiga version was the was the premier version, so it was, I thought that was I thought it was pretty pretty neat. Um, overall, thumbs up for me. I enjoyed it. I like oh something I failed to mention is that I also like the end where you're when you finish a level, uh, it gives you like um, a big like a like a big digital scoreboard. Yeah. And, yeah, just like that. And it, your guy hangs out underneath the scoreboard doing tricks. Mm-hmm. He's way more apt at this stuff than I am, but it gives you points for all the different tricks you did during the level. Mm-hmm. And so I would do like, I kept hitting the ball in my head over and over and over. It drove me nuts because I was trying. 
But I mean, I would get points for it yeah. because I did it. You know what? It, you know what it reminded me of is the footbag event. In I California knew you were going to say his footbag event. I knew it was going. Just I waiting for it to bag. come. I know. I'm horrible at footbag. <laughs> um, so I looked this up to see how it reviewed uh, back in the day. Uh, this did pretty well. In fact, it did. Uh, I'd say B average. Uh, Amiga CD32 Gamer that doomed magazine gave it 88 percent. Amiga Computer gave it 88%, Amiga Format 93, Amiga Power 80, and uh, The One gave it 93. So, you know, between 80s and low 90s, I think that's probably where I would put it. I look, you know, when we do these games, I think, how does it look? It looks good. How did it sound? It sounded good on the ECS version, it sounded pretty good. How does, how's the concept? Concept solid, really interesting. How does it play? It plays pretty well. How does it control? That's the only thing I didn't like about it. That's where I would knock dock points. It, again, it may just be that I'm not skilled enough to to play it well, you know. But it was, and but the the fact that you had to play it in a different way. I've never played a game like this where I had to move so bizarrely. <laughs> Another game that I sort of compare it to is Yoshi's Island. Have you ever played that on the Super Nintendo? I've not. No. So in that uh, that game, you actually have to use Yoshi to fire eggs at different at different things, and there's there's a whole aiming mechanism and things like that. But it's it's kind of a, another projectile based uh, side scrolling game. Is that was that Super Mario Land three? Yeah, or? Super Mario Land you two. Know, I didn't like that. I a lot, lo- a that. lot of people did dislike. It was game. nothing like Super Mario right. Land, and that's not good. Right. And so I, I remember playing that the first couple levels and being like, eh. Yeah, it is a very different game. Does it sure. ever get like Super Mario no. Land? No. I wonder why they made that choice. I know where this is the Super Mario Land it, podcast. It's, it's hard to say. It's like why why follow up Super Mario Brothers one with Super Mario Brothers yeah. two? Who knows? <laughs> one thing else before we close it up: when you kick your ball into a uh, a spike pit, <laughs> it makes a satisfying noise. It gets, it gets you know, <laughs> like the ball's deflating. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many times I heard that noise. I would just because I always just kick the ball off the screen, just over and over. And one thing you can do in this game is when you kick the ball off the screen, you'll hit people you can't even see, and that's that was part of the strategy. Did you know that? No. Yeah, you can you can just kick the ball off, and if they're fairly close to where you it'll are, hit it'll hit them. And so my strategy was by the time I and I again I'm not reinventing the wheel. I'm sure this is everyone's strategy, but. It's, as I was scrolling across, I'd want to get a good shot in before I even got there. That way, you've got enough time to hit them again. Right. Because those guys on the bikes, for example, that took two hits, they'd be coming up on you just too, so fast, you could not get that second hit in. Another thing I like to do in this was to kick the ball as I'm running off. I did that a lot. Did you do that a lot? Was that one of your... No, I, I never really I would, tried that. I would, uh, I would be running, and you could jerk the stick back real quick, and that way, if you've got a guy on your high, you can whack him with the ball. Oh, interesting. There's a, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of different things you can do with the ball, and this is just the basic stuff. That's what a liked about the game it gives you it gave you a different slant if the if the road or whatever or there was a little hill or something you'd kick the ball up but it would fly off there was like a uh, a physics engine or something with the ball the ball would bounce sort of realistically it would it would hit stuff and bounce back and forth it made that was that made that game part of the game interesting too because unlike mr dew's ball which just sort of randomly goes off this one there was some rhyme or reason to it they mm. would you know it would bounce off the wall and come back or whatever and if you waited around long enough you usually find the ball or it would roll back to you right but i was always too impatient just hit the button and wait and get it back as quick as i could um i looked at someone ebay boat i know you're stunned and believe it or not i found a copy here in the usa i was stunned 20 bucks and Soccer Kid can be yours boxed. That's very good price. I was sorely tempted to buy Soccer Kid. I, never I wouldn't have blamed you. I wouldn't have blamed you. Um, 
if you're in the UK, it's soccer kid all day, every day. Uh, I saw prices ranging from uh, 17 bucks up to 34 bucks boxed. You're good to go. Uh, some guy was selling the discs only for seven bucks. And then you've got the Germans. If you're in Germany looking for this, buy it in the UK. There's one guy, 370 bucks. Holy cow. But it's sealed. Uh, so You never know what those sealed games. Is that worth it? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, overall, I dug it. Another soccer game that I have to say uh, uh, I liked. So that's, All right. In fact, I think I've liked every soccer-related thing we've covered on the I know. show. It's I know. the darndest it thing. It is. It's very funny. And this was way better than the American football games we played. So uh, yeah, through. any day of the Embarrassing. week. Embarrassing. Uh, this game was brought to us by Amigos Game Selection Committee member Chris Folds. Uh, so um, thank you, Chris, for choosing such an awesome title. Yeah, good choice. Um, I would like to uh, next talk about uh, last week's Patreon song winner. Oh, my. This has actually been many weeks ago, th- uh, three weeks ago, because we, we did a couple episodes where we taped ahead of time. Uh, I'd like to congratulate Darren Green for winning. Um, Darren wrote in with the correct answer uh, while the show was still going on. So was he was he was fast out of the impressive. gate. Um, and unfortunately, he did not include his uh, favorite Amigos episode or mailing address. So I did not make him a postcard, but maybe all he wanted was just to bask in the glory right. of, uh, of recognition. So thank you, Darren. Uh, we also want to thank uh, Figgy CTZ, Matthew Perron, and Chris Folds for writing in their answers. Uh, everyone guessed the correct answer, which was I'm Still Standing by Sir Elton John. Mm, yeah. All right. Even I got that one, both. Um So it is time <clears throat> for this week's Patreon Song Challenge. Uh, if you know the answer, uh, please write in. Uh, I think we're actually going to discontinue the, the postcard thing because it was taking me. The problem is is that I can't just put the, the cover art on there and let it be. I was moving things around. I was using different fonts. It was taking me like an hour to do this postcard. Boats are perfectionist, yeah. y'all. But you will get to bask in the glory of being mentioned on the Amigos uh, in, in next week's episode. So send your uh, guesses to john at amigospodcast.com. Maybe you could just sing their name in an amusing way. I will do that. I will sing your name in an amusing way. All right. So here we go. Dan Ross, Lee Kellon, Alan Kebab, Donna Tyler, Level Lord John Marshall, Matthew Perron, Ricky DeRosha, Creepy Dead Boy, Figgy CTZ, The Slow Norris, Stephen Sagard Martinson, Edvin Helen, Billando 73, Christopher Hassasasasa, Ravi Abbott, Chris Folds, Dreamcatcher, Lauren Giroux, Graham Vebke, Bryn Dowdy, Lindenson, Adam Battersby, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Gary Hucker, C. Brian Hall, Harrington, Duncan Styles, Anthony Jarvis, Tapes from the Crypt, Josh Nan, Will Williams, Adam Bradley, Jonas Rulo, T.H. Eric Nelson, Darren Tommy, Hummerstab, Daniel Pitcher, Brother Bear, Good Darren Coast, Jason Wallace, Pixels the Dog, Kill Me My Man. So if you know what that was, let me know because I'm not sure myself. If you know what that was, <laughs> man, time to stick a pencil in your ear. So, sharp side forward. Next week. Next week, Aaron. Yeah, what are we playing next week, Vote. Before I announce it, I should say that if you want to be part of that illustrious list of names... And who would? You can go over to patreon.com slash amigospodcast and uh, become an Amigos supporter. Um, You can also gain access to our Discord, which is 
Amiga talk 24-7, all kinds of crazy nonsense. Everything's going down over on the Discord. You need to be there with us. Um, so once again, that is patreon.com slash Amigos Podcast. Aaron, next week we are going to do Figgy CTZ, another Amigos Game Selection Committee members game. We are going to play that classic strategy, first-person dungeon crawler-esque it's like 10 things. It's a, it's 10 things in one. It is Hired Guns. Okay, Hired Guns. Yeah, so guys, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we want to thank everybody hanging out with us in the chat. Pixels at Dawn, Retro Ravi, Duncan Styles, Trey Guard, Paul Harrington, Christopher Hassel, uh, Pixels at Dawn, I already said that, Dan Ross, John Marshall. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We record this almost every Friday, and we're recording Thursday this week, but mostly it's on Fridays around 5.30 Eastern time, so feel free to join the party in the chat, and of course you can always listen to us in audio or video form on YouTube. Um, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Google Plus is where we post all of our show notes. You know, that's a fetching uh, shirt you're wearing there, Bo. Thank you. This is uh, this is our Amigos Retro Gaming uh, shirt. Uh, be sure and check out our sister show, ARG Presents, in podcast or video form. You can go over to tpublic.com slash store slash Amiga Tees to purchase an Amigos, official Amigos shirt or ARG shirt. We've got all kinds of crazy stuff on there, even a Guru Meditation shirt. Very good. So... All right, we will see you guys next week for Hired Guns. Until then, adios. adios.